Are you both recording? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bloody well, hope so. Good. Hello, you are listening to Off Radar with me, James Smith. Me, Neil Brock. And me, James Eto. It's a movie podcast! We can do characters that fly and shoot laser beams and do woo! Beneath all of that, it's all about friendship. Playing the drums until his hands are bleeding. Each week, one of us picks a movie that all three of us either haven't seen in many years, or in some cases, haven't seen at all. We each head off and watch the chosen movie, return to the microphone, then waffle about it for your listening pleasure. Furthermore, if you want to join in and suggest a movie for us to watch, why not tweet us at Offer? Radar Podcast or email us on offradarpod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, share, and review. It really helps getting the pod out there. For now, strap in, turn the volume up, and let's go off radar. <laughs> I think you need to turn off Etox camera already. So here we are again on Off Radar and joined by James Etox. Oh, hello. Oh, dramatic pause. And uh, Neil Brock. Why, hello. Who we, AKA uh, Nige. Call Nige. And this week we are talking about Mr. Nobody. Now, this is a film that I chose for us to watch. I saw it a long time ago. I couldn't really remember it, but I just remembered I liked it. And that's why I chose it. And I, I kind of really wanted you guys to see it. And you guys, neither of you guys have seen it, right? I had not seen it prior to you recommending it for this podcast. So it's 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 a weird one because it, it at the time it was going to kind of get tipped to be a massive film, but it just absolutely bombed at the box office, um, but got really amazing critical acclaim. To give a very very kind of brief synopsis for anyone who hasn't seen it, the film, good luck with this. Yeah. So it tells the story of an old bloke called Nemo. He's 118 year old and he's the last mortal on earth after kind of, yeah, immortality is worked out. And it's basically the story of him kind of recalling his life. And we see it through his eyes. He's being interviewed in the future in 2050 something. Um, We see his life through different kind of aspects of what branches like what could have happened like a sliding doors moment if you like and the biggest point is when he's made to choose whether he should live with his mum or dad Nemo! and that is like the, the kind of ultimate branch if you like at which way his life goes and then also we see other branches I'll keep using that at the age of 9, 15, uh, 30 and we see all these different moments. Um, and I, I found it fascinating. I found it so interesting that a film like this could keep me totally kind of engaged in what is really quite a complicated concept, yet have some real amazing character development with the same characters almost playing different roles of themselves. We cannot go back. That's why it's hard to choose. You have to make the right choice. As long as you don't choose, everything remains possible. 
It's directed by Jaco van Dommel, who is unknown Belgium director. He wrote and directed it. But, you know, he's got quite a big cast for a film that no one's really heard of. Gerard Leto, Sarah Poli, Diane Kruger. Um, and it kind of, like, it really makes you kind of think about the choices he's making why he's made them but then after the film like kind of like you start thinking personally about <laughs> the choices you make in life and what way they go we don't know who mr nobody is neither does he our patient's memories are confused but it is not unusual at a certain stage of illness for very old memories to re-emerge in great detail i felt like some aspects personally were not needed i didn't love the futuristic element i'm not sure if that was needed at all personally you know i I think that actually it could have been a much better film had they ditched that whole idea and just had it you know with those options i really enjoyed the cinematography and the sound design and the music i thought all that was just incredible one two Remember the day you came here. You can kind of break it down really simplistically by saying it's basically one man's journey through life just shown via multiple different sort of uh, universes or outcomes or whatever you want to call it. Dimensions, I suppose, in the sense of, yeah, the butterfly effect, the sliding doors moments, different sort of avenues his life went down. I think for me, it was, I felt it was done in sort of an almost like an overly complex way and perhaps a slightly pretentious way in how they wanted to present that i think it could have been a lot more simple yeah um but obviously as you say there were there were certain elements where it it kind of tried to push the boundaries a little bit in terms of the story it was trying to tell the way it was trying to tell it like at one point he's sort of sleeping with his sister and falls in love with her although it's not his biological sister um there's like a recurring theme about swimming and uh yeah, sort of his character, and, and, and yeah, yeah. In a couple of situations, he he gets shot in a bath, he drowns in a car, that kind of thing. But I think my personally, I I just found it a struggle to get through it. I I found it very similar to to Cloud Atlas. I don't know if either of you have seen that, which is another yes. sort of very sort of complicated, quite heavy film. And whilst I love sort of Sarah Polly and Jad Leto and like the idea, there was there was a lot to like about it. I just I just felt like it was a bit up his own ass the, the film for me <laughs> no, I, 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 I struggled just, with it I, I did struggle with it go on Ethan. I will interject my first words this is no lie on my nose just say this film is up its own ass <laughs> I, I like right I'll start off with the positives which were very brief Reese Ifans love yeah, them Reese, Reese Ifans, dad, I yeah. thought was really visually film was fucking gorgeous really fantastic some of the cinematography the shots the juxtaposition all this stuff it was fucking great but i fucking hated this movie i thought it was like again i wrote tedious and pretentious now bear in mind smith this is no reflection on oh smith likes it what's wrong with him he needs absolutely do need to go to mental home or something but i just thought this this was an uh, uh, a student film that someone had made in like a college or university but with a 3600 something million dollar budget it was just it was so pretentious. It took the ideas of a bunch of other films that did it better, like Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, uh, Sliding Fucking Doors, which, <laughs> how can Sliding Doors be better than this movie? This movie's got, like, Jared Leto. Obviously, you know, uh, Sliding Doors had that uh, the actor we can never remember, the bloke, and yeah. obviously the great um, Gwyneth Paltrow. But 
a rom- romantic comedy had me more drawn into the possibilities of what if because as you both pointed out this film was so unnecessarily overly complicated but smith i think you you brought up something that i didn't consider and I, I made a note of it as you said it the the thing that really bugged me and like you say i don't think it was necessary was the whole future thing yeah. the oh, future thing God, was it, so it, it was that's the pro- definitely like the, it was the whole thing of like oh we've eliminated um i understand from a, a like a book ending this story but it was so unnecessary each of these lives is the right one every path is the right path the aspects of it where you had jared leto like explaining the big bang and certain other it's like you know i i get that maybe kids are watching this film and they don't know what that is but for anybody an adult watching it's like why am i i found the film at times really condescending and like i say again beautifully shot beautifully i i i think i i think jared leto is always he's always going to get a bit of a bad rep but he's a fucking great actor and he's he puts everything into his roles so i really like him and stuff and i do i did like the actors um like uh the young jared leto i thought he played his role yeah even the kid one as well the the kid one and the teenager the teenager one especially yeah played their roles perfectly as did um uh elder or current um jared leto but yeah i just i just felt that this film was like it borrowed all the good stuff from other films and just tried to do what was it like two and a half hours yeah it like, felt I, very I, long yeah, like, it felt much longer me, i was yeah. i was like this this is the longest afternoon of my life smith owes me like a good couple of drinks out of this <laughs> but you, I mean, you, you fact, did watch I three watch films today Red, <laughs> I did, I did, oh, to be fair true. like me and my wife we watched it she didn't mind it so much but I ha- and I never do this. I said, "Look, we have to stop and come back to this tomorrow because I just can't handle watching yeah, anymore." It of this was, film it tonight. was, yeah, it was, it was a hard. Slot. I don't. The thing, the other thing I had with it is, I just because it was so grandiose, it didn't. I didn't feel that I had any connect. Oh, this is going to sound so wanky. I didn't have any connection to these characters. It was asking me to invest in. And I've got, I've got, I've got nothing about these characters. He's an old dude who's lived all this life, and he's in the future. And there's all these different versions and and sliding doors things. But there was one line in it when I was watching this film. I guess it was like forty minutes into it, and I made a note of it because I was like, oh, I don't know if this is the director like breaking the fourth wall and winking at the audience, crossing the proscenium arch. But there's a line with um, it's Elder uh, Jared Leto, and he says um, uh, he's talking about like when he's been interviewed by um, oh who's the Cockney actor who's interviewing him? He was in uh, Life on Mars and stuff like that. I forget. No, Ashes to Ashes. He was yeah. in. What's his name? He's like the Danny Dyer wannabe. Anyway, he um, he's interviewing him, and he's like, "What was it like in the old days and stuff?" And then at one point he says, "Oh yeah," he says, "What was it like back then?" And Jared Leto, as an old man, goes, "Most of the time, nothing happened." like a French movie. And I was like, no, like this fucking movie. This has been going on 40 fucking minutes and it's just an old bloke going, these are these are possible lives I had. And then at the end of the film, it's it's got the audacity to suggest that, oh, the moment he makes the realisation in his youth of what his life could be, which is kind of beautiful, but at the same time, so fucking late in the movie. This could have happened an hour sooner. You suddenly go, oh, that's the moment when the universe stops expanding and begins retracting. It's like this movie thinks it's the fucking universe. It's really not. This movie is a piece of bubble gum on my boot through the movie. Yeah, you see, well, I, I, think, I disagree. Sorry. But um, well, a lot of people do. Like there was a, when it was shown at the Berlin Film Festival, it got a ten-minute stand innovation on IMDb. It's got a very high. I think it got like the Golden Lion or something. 
Sorry, I, I don't understand. Did you stay with your father or go with your mother? Remember. I saw it a long time ago. I liked it at the time. I, I kind of wanted to revisit it. I I take on board quite a lot of what you said, and I, I agree. I feel it definitely could have been simpler. The whole futuristic thing was nonsense. But yeah, maybe perfect. it's the kind of, you know, th- those layers to it that I enjoyed. I personally felt really invested, especially with the... Uh, teenager kind of story and like for that seeing them kind of branch off for as much as anna and nemo have consented together in holy wedlock for as much as elise and nemo jean and nemo have joined themselves to each other everything that you say is contradictory you know i liked all the little touches and i i i think the cinematography like there's there's some scenes and yeah yeah you're right it is pretentious but um like there's a scene where helicopters are like dropping huge trunks into the sea i feel like it wasn't as good as i remembered and it probably yeah could have been better but i I do disagree i don't think it's a bad film at all and i i i afterwards i was like i had to sit there and think for 20 minutes about it and maybe it's because i've seen it twice maybe i got more of it the second time um but yeah, uh, I liked the little homages to Back to the Future with, you know, Mr. Sandman playing and I liked the kind of Truman Show kind of aspect. Maybe that's my kind of love of film kind of shining through it. Um, and the chaos theory I found like just interesting, like the way it's trying to do that. The, the bit I disagree about the characters is the moment you're going, okay, okay, now we're invested. Oh, now we're over here. Now we're in an old man again sitting in a chair babbling on. And it's like, okay, okay, well, let's stick with the old man for five minutes. Oh, no, no, now we're now we're with the, the garish TV presenter. It just, it jumped around too much. Yeah. Like you say, I think this film could have done with being an hour and a half and a, dance, a, a damn sight simpler. And I think that was what the problem Cloud Atlas made. It's like, let's jump around like motherfuckers. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that I think Cloud Atlas was supremely pretentious but um yeah i, I don't know man it's I, I trust me i wanted to like this movie because it's like i say i've i don't have any love loss for jared Leto, but he's, he's a good actor and usually when he's in a film um it's you guaranteed that he's looked at the script and you're like oh this is gonna be great but i just found it was this film was full of ideas that it kind of borrowed from other films and just it's it's something that uh, someone's read a book about the universe and life and going, I'm going to make a film about this. It's like, you don't, you don't have to, you know, Truman show, like you said, Truman show has already done it. Sliding doors did it. And it's frankly the best film they ever made. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, you know everyone's entitled to like their movies and stuff. It's about time we disagreed on this fucking podcast for Christ. Well, I think this is it. Like we're not trying to attack your uh, opinion. Yes, on we are. I, I th- what I'd love, fucking, I'm for, done. No, what I'd absolutely love for people listening to this who haven't seen it to go away and watch it and give their opinion. Yeah, because obviously absolutely. I think this is a Marmite film. Some people are going to hate it. Yeah. Some people love oh, it. I mean, it, it's yeah. been on my like wish list to watch for a very long time on IMDb. And Smith, when you re- said this is the film I picked, I was like, oh, finally, it gives me a reason to go and watch this because. It's got like I think it's IMDb rating something silly like seven point four, seven point eight, something really high. And Sarah Polly, I absolutely love Leto. Yeah, absolutely. Really looking forward to it. But just got so bogged down in it, and just yeah, for me, I just there there were nice little moments as, as you mentioned, like the the sort of teenage era of of his sort of uh, the story there. But some of it's just like. Oh, when some of the kind of stories sort of came back and it's like now you're going to find out more about this story I was like you know what I just don't care I just, yeah, yeah. this aspect I just don't care about and like even like his his perfect 
scenario of what happened with his life before he gets to his old age i was just like oh this is bollocks mm-hmm. it just for me i wasn't and i don't want to say too much about what all those different things were but it just felt like a lot of films had done something very similar and i guess for me like something like run lola run for instance whereby you oh. kind of got a character who makes different choices and how it affects yeah. like that for me that like i mean that's a really kind of short film i think it's like 70 or 80 minutes long and it's really fast paced and it's it's pretty straightforward you get one story at a time it's not jumping all yeah. over the place that i absolutely loved this had some ideas i loved but there was just interjected with stuff that i just like etox said the stuff about the universe the some of the actual I guess storylines slash lives that he lived and certainly the the futuristic element and to be honest watching Cloud Atlas I absolutely hated Cloud Atlas and that's exactly the same in the sense of there's a lot of people who will will die on that sort of platform of being I love this film well yeah it's strange because I absolutely hated Cloud Atlas as as well (laughs) (laughs) so we won't make you go and watch that it's a a weird one because I kind of understand and take all of your points um no, but it's, some, it's, something it's, it's just very... resonated with me for this and um, yeah. I get it I get it like you know, that's what films are films sometimes speak to us in different ways and you know there are people I can't believe I'm about to say this that think Rocky movies are a pile of shit <laughs> what well, no and like let's I talk let's do, like the, the, no, that's the, a lie the first Rocky movie as we've said <laughs> is, is so different to what people think but there are people that just go they're, they're lame boxing movies but it's I guess certain films you form an attachment with that's 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 what life is and you you formed an attachment with this movie um you really enjoyed it and it's like awesome man go for it but maybe i got it at the wrong time in life maybe i wasn't feeling particularly deep Um, after watching six hours of films (laughs) you're gonna save the most complex and long one for last (laughs) just i'll end my review as it were on a positive visually beautiful (laughs) <laughs> and that's it like uh, for me what was I going to say you've just completely thrown me off there I think uh, with this film obviously yeah we, we can go on about sort of all the positives all the negatives I think the best thing about this podcast series too is the fact we're going to have more of these we're going to have opinions that yeah. where we're going to have films where we do disagree and I think it's a good thing I it's not an attack on someone's taste as I said this oh, film no. is totally marmite there's going to be people who are listening to this thinking those two they're idiots they don't understand <laughs> yeah. quality filmmaking they don't understand how to tell a good narrative yada 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 I'm afraid of death I'm afraid I haven't been alive enough yeah if we're going to give it a score for me go on Nigel I don't tend to give like ridiculously low scores unless I hate something and this I'd give a three because I pretty much hated it Jeez. so I'm sorry I'm- but that was it for me yeah, I, I'm good at. I'm again. I'm like, oh, we're allowed to do halves, aren't we? Two point two point five. Okay. Oh, man. Well, yeah, it's tricky. I I I would give that a seven. Okay. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Mister Nobody, a man who doesn't exist. Well, there we go. That one uh, didn't go according to plan, did it? But look, I mean, surely someone agrees with me that Mr. Nobody's a good film. So if you do, or even if you don't, why don't you uh, email us on offradarpod at gmail.com, tweet us at offradarpodcast, and let us know what you think of it. And in, in fact, any of the films we've reviewed so far, it'd be great to see what you guys are making of our opinions, as, you know, film is so subjective. Next week, we are talking about Witness. That's right, the 1985 film directed by Peter Weir, starring Harrison Ford. So, be sure to watch it, check it out, and tune in next week. 
and we'll see you next time on Off Radar.